Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, Research Analyst for Money and Markets, here with your uh, Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, I do want to make sure you head over to moneyandmarkets.com. It is your home for safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information. And while you're there, uh, you can check out our proprietary stock power rating system. Uh, we rate thousands of stocks based on six fundamental factors uh, that are both fundamental and uh, technical, rather. Uh, you can create your own watch list. You can track your stock performance and get all of our in-depth analysis on the website. It's all yours for free. Now, on with today's podcast today, I'm going to share with you a uh, mega trend that accelerated after the COVID-19 pandemic and one, uh, one stock that's going to help you capitalize on this trend. Now, we all know the COVID-19 uh, pandemic transformed how we work. Millions of Americans, uh, myself included, uh, had to make a quick adjustment uh, to working from home. We went from going from an office uh, where we were surrounded by our coworkers to now working from home where we were basically just up to our own devices. And the workforce wasn't alone in that transition. Education had to undergo massive changes as it shifted from in-person to remote learning. And some of those changes stuck even as we move on from the pandemic. According to the Institute of Education Sciences, 45.5% of all college students were enrolled exclusively in remote courses in 2021. Another 23.1 million American households had children under the age of 18 receiving online or virtual education in 2021. So a massive number of our students, both college age and K through 12, uh, are going through this transition of moving from in the classroom to more remote learning using a laptop or a tablet or a phone or anything like that. And I believe uh, that remote learning is only going to continue to grow. And I believe, uh, I, I believe this soundly, not only because I have experience with it, uh, both as a student and as an educator. Now, today I'm going to tell you about a power stock that provides remote learning materials to parents, teachers, and schools. It rates a 99 on our stock power rating system, which means it's in the top 1% of all stocks that we rate. And it's done well to weather the current market downturn. Uh, it's close to uh, uh, the stock is only now 10% off its 52-week high, and it's got room to grow higher uh, from here. Uh, and uh, even before COVID-19, uh, like I said, millions of students were already taking classes online. I was actually teaching classes online. Uh, and I was actually a student. Uh, I earned uh, two of my college degrees uh, through online programs. So uh, I, I have experience in that. Once I got my first, my first uh, master's degree, I, I started teaching online uh, for a college and, and have done so ever since. And it's a great environment. It's a little different. It's not necessarily uh, the same as being as sitting in a classroom, but um, there have been a lot of technological advances to help improve the student and the educator experience. Uh, the pandemic uh, rapidly accelerated this mega trend by forcing millions into online classrooms. Basically, uh, you know, to stop the spread of the pandemic, we had to stop seeing each other. We had to stop being around each other. Uh, so in order to do that on the education side, students then had to work, had to do all their schoolwork basically from home on a computer virtually. Now, the chart I'm showing you here, if you're watching on YouTube, shows the global e-learning market size in 2019 with projections to 2026. Revenue from global e-learning totaled about $199.5 billion in 2019, which is a good number. But that's expected to grow to $372 billion by 2026. That's an 86.5% growth rate 
for the markets. Massive expansion in a very short amount of time. Now, today, I'm going to dive into a top company, our stock power rating system, and tell you why it's a strong contender for our portfolio. As I've already mentioned, it's 99 overall rating means we're strong bullish on the e-learning stock and expect it to beat the broader market by three times over the next 12 to 24 months. Now, the power stock I'm going to share with you is a company called Stride Incorporated. It trades on the New York Stock Exchange and its ticker, ironically, LRN or LEARN, LRN. It specializes in supplying online curriculum, software systems, and educational services uh, to uh, provide e-learning for students primarily in kindergarten through 12th grade in the U.S. and internationally. As I mentioned again, Stride uh, rates a 99 on our stock power rating system with strong growth, quality, and momentum. Now, I'm going to talk about growth and momentum in a bit, but as for quality, uh, LRN has strong returns. Its return on equity is 11.4% compared to the industry uh, average for professional and uh, personal professional services, which is only about 0.1%. So I like to, uh, you know, 11.4% may not sound like a lot, but when you compare it to its peers, which is what I like to do to compare apples to apples, uh, it seems it, it becomes a much larger impact here. So you have 11.4% return on equity for stride, whereas its peers are only uh, at an average of about 0.1%. The company also has a net margin of 5.5%. Again, not strong if you look at it from a bigger picture, but if you compare it to its peer average, its peer average is actually negative 2.5%. So you have positive 5.5% to negative 2.5%. Uh, so it, it shows a lot of quality here and it scores a 91 on our quality metric. Now, in terms of momentum, in the last 12 months, LRN stock has risen about 37% and continues to show some upward momentum, even during the market downturn. Uh, it's trading about $2 above its 50-day simple moving average, which is a bullish indicator for a stock. And it's outperformed its, uh, its peers, which are down about 23.6% over the same 12 months. Now, LRN did see a dip in its share price in late January, but recovered and was actually stronger than the dive uh, as the stock recouped its losses and surged to a new 52-week high in April. Now the stock is just $2 off of that high and moving in a direction to where it could top that high in short order. And uh, now, thanks to a shift in online learning during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, LRN saw a massive jump in its total annual revenue from 2020 to 2021. It amounted to about a 47.4% increase in annual revenue. That's a massive amount. I don't care what sector you're in. That is a huge amount in just one year's time. Now, projections indicate that the growth in revenue is only going to continue as Stride anticipates annual revenue of $1.85 billion by 2024. That would be a 20% increase from its 2021 record revenues. Uh, that it set. So that's still, it's still showing a nice upward trajectory in terms of its total revenue growth. In its last quarterly report, Stride reported an earnings per share increase of 78.5% and a sales increase of 7.5% from the same, uh, over the same quarter a year ago. So in 2021, it was already on a high and now 2022's numbers are already showing that increase getting even stronger. Now, uh, the increase in revenue and EPS helps LRN earn a strong bullish 96 on our growth metric, which puts it in the top 4% of all stocks we rate on that metric. Now, the bottom line here is that online learning has cemented its place in education. It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. The trend was already on the rise before the pandemic, and it's now accelerated because of it. And now we're getting, just like we're work from home, now we're into a routine. We're very uh, habitualized when it comes to uh, our education now, and more and more parents are keeping their students at home. Uh, and to learn as opposed to sending them back in the classroom. And in college, this number is getting even larger. There's no chance of this trend slowing down and companies like Stride Incorporated are going to benefit and so will you as a smart 
investor. Now, let's look, take a look back at our YouTube poll question from last week. We had a method, a, a method to our madness for asking this question, but we asked viewers when you catch up on market news. 57% of those who voted said they check market news throughout the day, while 16% said they check in the afternoon after the markets have closed, or have moved, rather. Uh, about 14% they said they check after the market closes, while 6% said they check the news before the market opens. And we left it open for you to tell us when you check the news. And Cash Kiwi actually had a very interesting comment on our YouTube page, on our YouTube channel. He said, I check prices about seven to eight times per day. When I first read that, I thought, Wow. He said, I check a few discords, which is a social media uh, platform where you can share messages uh, around five times per day and the CNBC YouTube channel at the end of the day. I don't know why I check prices so often considering my average hold time is measured in days or weeks, not in hours. Guess it's just been my strategy of late to gather as much information as humanly possible while also being a functional human outside of the market. Well, I don't know necessarily that you're you're alone in that. I think with the market downturn, people are more prone to to look at news more frequently and especially check their portfolios more frequently, which is not necessarily a good thing to do. You don't want stress to overcome you here uh, with the market. You want to make sure that you have a plan in place, uh, but don't get into a habit of trying to check your stocks or your portfolio every minute or every hour because that gets very frustrating and it can lead to panic selling, which is not something you necessarily want to do. Or it could also lead to panic buying, which also may not necessarily be a good idea. Now, the reason we asked is because because we're now sending our Money and Markets daily e-letter after the market closes on weekdays. So you can watch for our Stock Power daily email, which I have the privilege of doing in the mornings before the market opens. And then you'll receive our Money and Markets daily later in the day to ensure that you're getting uh, our market insights throughout the day, uh, both in the morning and in the afternoon. Um, thank you to everyone who took part in our weekly poll. This really helped determine our direction in terms of what we we're going to do uh, with our with our emails that we send out. We don't like to flood your email with a lot of stuff, but we want to make sure that you're getting the most up-to-date information uh, and, uh, and guidance for your portfolio as possible, especially now when we see the market taking a downward turn. Now, remember, you can vote on our weekly polls each and every week on our YouTube page. Just go to Money and Markets uh, on YouTube, and you can go to go onto the community tab and uh, find our poll. It's usually right there at the top. Now, if you do have a question uh, about a stock or maybe a, a sector of the market or maybe the economy or anything else that you'd like to ask myself or Adam O'Dell, our chief investment strategist or Greens on Fortunes coder, Charles Sizemore, you can email us at feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Uh, we'd love to see your feedback. We'd love to see what you have to say about the markets. Maybe you've got a question. Maybe you've got some insight. We'd love to see it. Email us. Again, it's feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Com. Now, if, we, if you do ask us a question and we use it, we're going to hook you up with some very cool Money and Markets gear. We've got t-shirts, we've got sweatshirts, we've got hats, we've got all sorts of great stuff. We'll hook you up with it if you send us a question and we use it in one of our upcoming videos. Also, head over to moneyandmarkets.com, sign up for that free daily e-letter, uh, the Money Markets Daily. Uh, in it, we give you safe, sound, smart, simple investment information. Plus, I also have our Stock Power Daily, uh, which uh, comes out every single morning, gives you one stock to take a look at that ranks high in our proprietary stock rating system. Uh, stock power rating system. So you want to check that out as well. And while you're on our website, check out that stock power rating system. You can use it for free. You can get the metrics of uh, and ratings of thousands of stocks out there. Go to the website. Uh, in the top right-hand corner of our homepage, you'll see a search bar. Just type in any ticker or company name, and you'll be able to uh, see the rating of the stock uh, broken down by our six ratings that we use. You'll see any fundamental data, a stock chart. You can even add stocks to your own personal watch list. Uh, and we have all of our insight that we've written about any of these stocks uh, underneath there. And it's all yours at Money and Markets, completely free to use. That's all for me this week. I definitely appreciate everyone who has taken time to, uh, to listen to our podcast and all of our videos. Um, if you have any questions, email us feedback at moneymarkets.com. Until next time, this is a Money Markets research analyst and host 
of the Boulder Bear Podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 